I'm Brianna. And I'm Cleo. And welcome to It's Not Confidential. Where nothing is off limits. And we give you the advice that, that we, we don't, don't take, take ourselves. Alright, this is weird. We've started our own podcast. Welcome. I think we all knew what was coming. Yeah, if you did some hints. <laughs> it's here. If you've watched our mic'd up videos in the gym, a lot of you love both of us together. Mm-hmm. So we thought we'd play on that and we'd start a podcast because we're full of wisdom. We are full of it all. But... <laughs> We want to keep this podcast as real, raw, and honest as we can as to why nothing is off limits. Mm-hmm. If you know us personally, we are a complete open book. Open books, 100%. Sometimes it's a bit much. Sometimes it's a bit TMI. Sometimes it gets a bit too personal. <laughs> but it is what it is. And it's know? definitely the reason I'm single. <laughs> we have come to the conclusion that I am too much too quick. <laughs> no, well, no. You're not too much too quick. You're sure yourself. But I think we should give them the reason why you are single, Cleo. Because I'm, why? <laughs> why am I single, Brianna? Um, you're just too hot to handle. Wow. Well. Uh, too hot to handle. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we'd start our, like, first podcast getting to know us and mm-hmm. talking about um, what got us to the point in our life right now mm-hmm. with relationships. We were both 100%. in very long-term relationships from a young age. I think we also both thought that we were going to marry the guy that we were with. 100%. So um, when it sort of comes down to all of a sudden being alone and trying to find yourself, it is a very difficult thing to navigate. So we thought we'd give you a little bit of a hand because I feel like we've both sort of like gotten there. Nothing's ever healed, but... No, I think we're... Definitely still in our healing phase. And, I mean, I'm definitely still in mine. It hasn't been long since I got out of my relationship. And I think it's a, I'm at a, t- a place now where I can talk about it and feel comfortable talking about it from a non-biased opinion. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, say like six months ago if I talked about my past relationship, I might have like not been so nice about the guy that I was with and mm-hmm. had a lot of like um, anger toward him. But at the end of the day, like... I've learned to really take a step back and in situations reflect on my actions and um, healing sort of like the cause of things because everything that you mm-hmm. do comes from a place of like wounding and trauma and childhood stuff that you need to heal. A hundred percent. It definitely is. Should we get into the nitty gritties of our relationships? How we get, how we got to where we are now? So I was in a five-year relationship, um, and the guy that I was with, beautiful person, we made a lot of mistakes throughout our relationship because we were 14 when we started dating. We broke up when I was 19. So five years, um, you know, growing up together, I think from the last like few years of our relationship I think it was definitely more in from my perspective more of a friendship than a sexual relationship and that affected um our sex life and without like going into it and being too much you know out him too much but it just like it wasn't what I wanted anymore and it took me a really long time to actually step back and sort of like reflect on what I do actually want in a relationship and like you're comfortable in a long-term relationship especially when like I hadn't really ever been I've been with one person since because we um broke up for a few months and um I was with someone else but I didn't know anything else I never dated anyone else I'd been with one other person sexually and that was all I knew so how do you really know what you want without experiencing Mm. other people and other things you don't. No, so. you 100% don't. And what made you come to the conclusion that you're ready to just... When was that moment in that relationship with with him 
where you were like, I'm done, I can't do this anymore? Was there like something that had happened or was it kind of like a gradual thing over time? It was definitely gradual, but I think there was one specific moment that I really remember, like, and like he might not know this, so I'm sorry if you're like listening to this, but um, we were house-sitting my dad's house because my dad, um, single parent, went away, so we had the house to ourselves, playing adult, playing grown-up, and he, we'd done it twice, and the first time we got into a massive argument, second time round, it was sort of uh, a repeat of certain situations that had happened that like I wasn't happy with and it didn't change and I was like you know what like I I really like I don't I don't like this like I'm I'm 18 and I'm like playing 18 19 I'm playing at house and I'm really not enjoying house and I don't feel loved I don't like I don't want this I like I really like all of a sudden was like hang on a second I was laying in bed I was watching Purple Hearts on Netflix and I bawled my eyes out I saw the love that they had for each other in that movie and I was like I don't have that we didn't have a really good physical relationship and like that is not at all his fault because again he didn't know any different he hadn't been with any other girl beside me so and you know you can try and tell someone what you want and what you need as many times as you can but you know it doesn't mean they're gonna change no it doesn't and you can't put that expectation on someone to change for you if they genuinely don't want to like you aren't the manipulator of someone else's life and as much as you want to be at times you can't be so you've got to do what's best for you yeah and and it hurt a lot to like do that but you know as they say like women disconnect from a man way before they really truly end it so I think for him it hurt a lot more because it was he thought that everything was fine because again he didn't know any different like Mm. he was happy just I think he was really comfortable and I don't want to speak necessarily for him but that's my perspective on it and I wasn't happy with comfortable. I found myself like picking out little things to create an argument, to create some spark and feel wanted and fought for because for a lot of our relationship, I didn't really feel wanted. I just felt like a convenience. I think that was similar with my ex-partner was just in having no spark. I remember when we were younger. So I got in a relationship with my ex when I was 17. I was last year of high school. And we'd only recently just broken up at the, at the beginning of this year. And I think we'd grown up quite young together. And then we'd come into ourselves and we'd... Our journeys and our life paths did not match. Like, I was, I'm someone who wants to be in my mid-20s, be engaged, and thinking about getting married and start to have kids when I'm in my late 20s. And I, and I want to travel now and I want to go and explore and I want to go do everything right now whilst I'm young. But... He didn't see that. He wanted to work really hard. He had his own life journey and he didn't see himself having kids until his early 30s, mid-30s. And that was not on my... It, it was not on my life. And I did not... And it, I didn't expect him to match me. And I didn't, I didn't have that expectation. I understood that if we're not compatible like that, then that was kind of like my first sign where I was a bit like, I don't want to live my life for someone else. Did you at any point consider just ignoring that and just settling anyway? A hundred percent. Because it was easier to just stay in that relationship rather than like put yourself back out into the universe and the world and meet new people because that was really daunting for me at first. A hundred percent. It was, I remember sitting at, at his house and he'd 
I just said to him, I was like, write, write it down. I want you to write it down because I need to see this. And he wrote down exactly what he, what he wanted so I could physically see it. And I remember looking at it and I, I remember going, I want this, but in a completely different order. Um, I explained that to him and he goes, well, I'm not going to change because it's what I want to do. And at the time, I was a bit, I respected that. I respected his choice for him. hundred percent, it hurt, and it was, and it that was the first time where I realised we're on different wavelengths. And mm. I didn't say anything. I didn't voice it because I was just like in my head, I'll get over it. I'll start to match his timeline. And then I found I started working for him, as in I started the jobs I'd pick up, how hard I worked was for him. And at one stage, I was working five jobs. So I felt like I had to match his income. Yeah. And then I remember being burnt out and suffering with mental illness. I got really depressed and I got really low and I started to get really bad anxiety. And Yeah, that's one thing that I really want to touch on in this is how much being out of something that's not meant for you fixes so much more oh internally than you even realise. I remember suffering with anxiety and expressing it to him and going, and he just, he could understand, but he didn't know how to help me. And I was like, and in my head, he was someone I, like, put on a pedestal. And I expected him to help me with everything. And I kind of, in a way, leaned on him a little bit too much. Yeah, I find that, I found that I did that as well. Like, I leaned on him for, to be with every weekend. Like, oh, you're going mm-hmm. out with your friends? What am I supposed to do then? Oh, my God, 100%. Instead of, like, finding, like, my people mm-hmm. and doing what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. I was constantly like, but, but, like, can I come? Or, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, that's not fair. Mm-mm. I was really good, though, I must say. Like, I'm not a very, like, jealous person. Like, I know my worth, and if you're going to fuck up, you're going to go out and you're going to cheat, that's your loss mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So I was very, very good at just letting him go out and do his thing and not being the but like I'm not the girl that's just gonna constantly message you and be like what are you doing like where are you I agree that was one thing with me was that I could not care where he went I didn't care I didn't give a care in the world I was secure in myself but I always asked for communication and he saw it as me being controlling but I'd be like let me know where you are um because I'll come pick you up like I'll pick you up from town or I'll come pick you up from the pub. Let me know where you are. I know that if something happens, I know exactly where to pick you up from. It was never a, I want to know who you're with, who you're doing this, like, what, what's going on. Snap me the whole time. No, it was just a, update me when you move to a different a nightclub or a different place. Like, if you went from, I don't know, if you're from Adelaide, you'd know. If you went from the Woolshed to Cherry, just let me know. Like, a yeah. courtesy message. Be like, hey, we've just gone to Cherry. We might be here for us tonight. And you I know, know exactly where I to get you from. I think that if you, if you really genuinely care about someone and you love someone enough, like, you're going to want to share every part of your life with them. Mm. You know, with to a certain extent, boundaries is like something that needs to be established in a relationship very, very quickly. You need mm-hmm. to tell them what you want. And I think that that's what I do, but I do it too quickly with guys that I'm talking to. Like, I want communication. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you want. Like, and before they even know what they want. And, mm-hmm. it, and it pushes people away. Um, it's something that I'm working on right now and I've like... We will touch on that later. But, but you've become self-aware of it. But I've learned that through lessons. And you mm-hmm. know what? I wouldn't have learned all of these lessons about myself if I was still with my ex. Mm-hmm. So I thank him for that, in a mm-hmm. sense. For He taught me a lot throughout the relationship. And the distance that we gave each other since being out of the relationship has healed me a lot. You know, he didn't chase me finally. Like, we'd broken up a few times on and off and, like... I really, I genuinely, even now, like, I don't think I could ever marry a person 
who I've been on and off with. Yeah. Like, I, right. I, I want good, as great as it can be from the get-go, and some people might say that's too much to ask for, but I know couples go through ups and downs, but being on and off and dealing with cheating, it's mm-hmm. not, I'm not marrying someone who doesn't give me everything. You need to go hard or go home. Someone's going to give you everything. You just can't settle, and... The universe will always reward you for choosing yourself. A hundred percent. You need to choose yourself and you need to love yourself before you can love anybody else. And don't lead people on. Mm. If any boys are listening to this, you are so typical for leading people on. (laughs) (laughs) Has it come from um, first-hand experience? (laughs) Yeah, first-hand experience. But genuinely, like, it's just communication. Like, you need to say when you start sleeping with someone or seeing someone from the start, if you're just looking to sleep with them, just say that just be like hey yeah. I just want to let you know that like I'm really just not emotionally ready to be with someone right now like, it's not that hard and I promise you it'll cause way less drama if you just say it from the, from the start and it's just you earn so much more respect for yourself as well by being open and honest with that person now we're going to move on to a different segment and it is called red beige and green flags where you guys send in your red flags um, and we're gonna agree or disagree we will. We're going to sort of do like a little bit of a different segment each video, but we figure this one's a good one to start with if we're talking about relationships. I'll pick one which is only wants to see you at night time or for drinks. Okay, so... Can I put my two cents in this? Go. Because I just recently had this experience. Yeah. Um, red flag. Yeah. Biggest red flag. Um, I think I'm going to be controversial and I'm going to say it's a beige flag. Because mm-hmm. I have a feeling that if, okay, let's say you've gone on a few dates with this person and they're still only wanting to do that, then it turns into a red flag. But if it's like yes. your first one or two dates, I have a feeling that it could just be insecurity. Maybe they need a bit of liquor courage or maybe they work during the day. Mm-hmm. Like there's a reason as to why people do what they do. But if you're feeling like they're, like they're constantly just doing that because they want more like they want to just sleep with you or whatever that's when I would say it's turning into a red flag but you need to give people sometimes the benefit of the doubt but have you had that conversation with them as well like I think depends on whether what they want whether they're only seeing you at night time or for drinks but also their schedule I can actually this might be a pink flag (laughs) (laughs) we're going in the middle but it could be I feel like it might be something to do with what's their schedule like? Are they seeing in the weekend? Do they have sport? What's going on? Maybe you need to have this conversation as to whether it's more, I'm assuming seeing you at night time is them giving you a bit of a booty call. Yeah. Do they see you as more than someone as a booty call? That's when conversations need to be had of like what Communication. do you want? And that's where I find that I'm struggling because I do ask that question and I'm, I'm a very forward person, but I'm also very open and vulnerable and I want you to tell me the truth and whatever. But it pushes, um, from a female's perspective, it pushes men away if you ask what do you want too soon. But then, like, you also don't want to sit in that confused energy of feeling like it's only a booty call. And, like, mm. you want to protect yourself from getting hurt. So, like, sometimes you just you don't know until you just ask the question. If it's going to chase them away, then maybe they don't really want you or they're not for you. And if, you've had, have had, have, if you have had that conversation with them and they've decided that 
there's nothing wrong with that then maybe you need to do some self-reflection and and think yeah like you said if that person is for you because obviously that's something that you don't like and you might need to find someone else who can meet your standards really talking to multiple other girls when you love them oh wow so this person has said that they love okay love them but they're talking to multiple other girls okay so for me i hold myself to a very high standard of if i'm talking to a guy that i really like you will not catch me talking to any other man the way i'm talking to you a hundred see other men but that's also a very like woman thing to do women like to nurture and settle down and they're very homey mm-hmm. right so men sometimes don't think like that they might not have bad intentions, but they don't realise that they're leading on other women. Like Ella said in Love Island, stop being flirty. Girls take flirty, like friendly as flirty, mm-hmm. right? So it comes down to that as well, and especially in the generation where all we're doing is talking on our phones, it's easy for a guy to just Snapchat someone, talk to someone. So then it comes down to how are they really talking mm. to these girls? Is it other girls he's talking to his friends or are they people that he's previously been been with or had a connection with because there is a difference i'm someone who i do have quite different relationships with men yeah. i do have a few... i have a lot of male friends exact same so i can see from a male perspective where me talking to a lot of men can be seen as a red flag but i do not see them in that way and i think that you might need to have that conversation with him i'm assuming it's a him you might need to have that conversation with him and be like hey I've noticed you are talking to a lot of girls and you've said that you loved me are these girls you see as something more or are they just your friends and you always need to trust a male's actions over their words because they are often going to just tell you what you want to hear so yeah like if he's going to continue to talk to these girls and not pull back or you not find a middle ground that's when it gets a little bit deeper we haven't even said if these if that was a red flag oh red flag yeah, I would say red flag. Uh-huh. So it's definitely a, a validation thing, but he might be unaware. Mm-hmm. So it's giving insecure. Yeah. It's giving he's scared of rejection maybe from you. That's why he's still keeping other girls there. True. If, you, if this isn't a serious... If you guys aren't in a rela- relationship, it's giving insecure. If you are in a relationship, then you need to have a really big conversation. If with you're him. in a relationship and they're still talking to other girls, mm-mm. Mm. do you want your husband talking to other women? If a man is 100% set on you as you are going to be his wife, he will not go searching for validation from other women. His eyes wouldn't be wondering. No. Give me a second. I don't know why my seatbelt's still on. <laughs> <laughs> Having a list in their notes of who they've slept with, including your name on it. Lol. <laughs> oh, because us girls do that, though. Uh, I don't I know. I feel like girls... Do are, you? No, no, I don't, oh. but I know people that do. <laughs> I was like, Cleo! <laughs> My notes list wouldn't be that long. <laughs> but I do know girls that do this. Yeah. But I have a feeling as soon as they start seeing someone, that notes list is gone. Yeah, but it's giving... Again, I think it genuinely <laughs> comes down to insecurity. Yeah. I think that men... Sorry, not all men, but I think that this man... That might be an ego thing. Exactly. I, I don't know because there's no real reason unless you think you're going to catch a fucking STD, STD or something. And you're something. trying to track who's giving it to you. Yeah, <laughs> literally. But, like, I think it's if you're having to write down who you've slept with. So do these girls mean nothing to you if you have to write it down? And finding your name on it. Ouch. It's it's 
It's a really bad a number. Am I a number? It's giving ego and it's giving these are all the girls that have given me validation. Is it that's what it's giving? And I think if you're doing this, grow up, I'm not gonna lie. I think you don't need to be sat there. I remember when I was like, this is gonna sound really disgusting. But I was seventeen and I had a little kiss like, list or something. Yeah. These are people I kiss, but you get you grow out of that and I think if you're still having yeah. having this list of people into your twenties, something's not going on. Like something's something's up. Yeah. And you need to do some inner work to figure out why you feel the need to have to keep track of women that you've slept with. <laughs> Agreed. All right. Red flag. Red flag. This one is, there's two that kind of came up that were the same, was someone that doesn't have the drive to create a success. I need that energy matched, which was sent in oh, by... I was to say about that. Yeah. I thought you would. And the, the same thing, not passionate about anything or no interests. Hmm. Okay, the first thing that I'm going to say is I listened to a podcast the other day about how um, with, like, I'm a very, like, energy person. I'm into, like, manifestation. I think everything happens for a reason. You cannot agree with me. I will not care. That is just my opinion. Um, And I listened to a podcast on it the other day, and she was really talking about how if you have a guy that he he ticks all of your lists, pretty much all of your lists, but there's a few things, and they might be important, they might be not important, whatever. If he doesn't tick something on your list that is really important for you, it's the universe showing you someone can tick all your buckets. You know, like, you don't settle for less than that. You know, Mm -hmm. like, if... So, for me, I'm very career-driven, very motivated. I know what I want. I was recently talking to a guy and what he wanted in the future wasn't really what I wanted in the future. And it it, it actually, like, had me... For a moment, I was a bit worried, wasn't I? I yeah. was like, I don't know if I can see him. I don't want to get attached because he doesn't want what I want. And, like, I don't know what to do about that because we're not talking anymore. But, like... It really left you wondering. It really thinking. left me wondering and and if you're that stressed about it then he's not the person for you I just I just don't think that it's important to settle for less and I think that if you don't think that you're on the same path as each other then maybe you're not supposed to be on the same path but also things can be healed people's minds can change you know he could go through a situation in the next 30 days the next 12 months that his outlook on career and success completely changes because Mm -hmm. I've had that since leaving my ex, like, I am so much more career motivated and, like, there's so much that I've learned in the last 6 to 12 months that he could do the exact same mm-hmm. and it's just about communication. That's that's where communication, again, comes into play is but also understanding that everyone's on their own journey and their own path and he might not be career motivated now but he might be in the future. Yeah. So I think you need to just listen to your gut and follow what you want to do if there's other things in the relationship that also like aren't great something that needs to be thought more about and spent more time on but definitely and I think maybe they need to be shown guidance as well they may have never had that person in their life to show them that they can achieve what they want and maybe be that person to guide them and show them that you know there's so much out there in the world that you can achieve so much and they might need that guidance Mm -hmm. and they might do like you say a 180 but yeah also, I think I want to add just one more thing in quickly. If you're going to settle for less, you're not only holding yourself back, but you're holding them back 100%. from 
growing into the person that they need to be. Because if I was with my ex and you were with your ex (laughs) still, we wouldn't be who we are today. You wouldn't be where you are and I wouldn't be. And the boys wouldn't be either. Like, my ex, I think he's living and doing exactly what he wanted to do. Same with mine. And they wouldn't be able to do it without us. True. With us. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was without us. Without, I mean, we were the ones. Did you end it? Yes. And I ended it. Okay. So they were without us. Right, we do one more because... This is going to, sorry, that one I think is a beige flag because I think it can help guide them, but it also is something that it could be a make or break. Yeah, I would say beige then. Yeah. Um, someone who is very opinionated and judgmental. See, this one kind of like rubs us up the wrong way because we're very opinionated and judgmental. No, we're not judgmental. We're very opinionated people. But we're also really open to sitting down and Such listening. Such an open book. And I think um, being someone who's very opinionated and judgmental can be taken the wrong way as someone who's very good at critically thinking and analysing situations. Right. If you think someone's opinionated and judgmental, maybe that's a reflection on, on yourself. Then maybe they're judge- them being judgmental and opinionated is coming across as a negative, in a negative tone from their end. And they might be going wrong about it. That's, again, where you need to communicate exactly. how they make you feel. But I think... Being opinionated and judgmental is a good trait to have if you're doing it in the correct way Um, because it means that you're able to think for yourself, do for yourself. You can look at a situation and and form your own opinions on it. Uh, We don't like people pleasers. No. And so... Well, we don't not like people pleasers, but because we're very, like, forward people and... Mm -hmm honest and it's like we're, we're always pick us we do everything for ourselves mm-hmm. obviously we're never going to hurt anyone mm-hmm. um but the people that um will stay in a toxic relationship or they'll talk to toxic people like because they don't want to let anyone down i think we get frustrated it's not yeah. like we don't like you it's that it, agree. it yeah. frustrates us in a sense because we want you to like be happy and mm-hmm. like do all the best things for yourself and when you you just can't like do that because you just care about what people think about you it does frustrate me exactly. a little bit but yeah. it, like everyone's on their own path like people mm-hmm. pleasers like i had a people pleaser friend and she has grown so much since meeting me um we'll have her on the podcast soon Ali, she's the best but she she's is. the most kindest person she's so gentle and well-spoken um a very emotionally mature but she is a people pleaser mm-hmm. And she doesn't come from a bad place. She just comes from... But it's childhood wounds and trauma. And she can talk about that and she will be open to talking about that. It's not really our place. Mm. But, like, people change. People grow and people work on things. Exactly. And I, I don't think being opinionated and judgmental is a red flag. I, I quite like that if you're open, if you're an open book. Yeah. Having it being opinion, opinionated but also being an open book to I guess accept other people's sides. It's just the way that people take it or like Mm. the way that they express their opinion and whatever so maybe if she's saying that this is a red flag maybe he's toxic maybe he's Mm. a nasty person and Mm. if you genuinely feel like he's not coming from a good place red flag yeah i agree i think being opinionated green flag but if it's coming across toxic then it's judgmental we'll leave that at that definitely Um, it's hard on a podcast i must say like i hope that you don't take the things that we're saying wrong. Um, it is okay to disagree with 100%. us. If you do disagree, let us know. Yeah, we want to know. We want to have these conversations. That's exactly right. Um, and you can, um, maybe we'll put up somewhere where people can like leave 
whatever. Or message my Instagram, Claire mm-hmm. Crowhurst or, or Miranda Shay. Exactly. Um, and we will uh, bring it up in our next podcast. Or they can email it through to us. Yeah. Yeah, we do have an email. Um, we have an Instagram, so I guess all the information will be on there. Yeah. So I asked a question um, earlier before to Cleo, and that was, how did you find your identity coming out of a long-term relationship? Hers was five years. How did, was it hard? Because I know you don't carry over the same friends. I know you do have some of the same, but I know you don't carry over the same circle that you had when you were in that relationship. And yeah, what are you doing now that was different to when you were in the relationship? So when I was in the relationship, I worked a job that I didn't like and I ended up actually quitting my hospo job because for my ex, like... I worked lots of weekends and he worked full time so he had weekends off and he wanted to do stuff like camping, full driving, all of that and like I feel like everything that we did was always revolved around him and you know what like I can say that like that's partly my fault for not speaking up or you know I just accepting it and doing whatever he wanted to and not choosing myself like I would stay home during the week and I'd work on my small business like I was making an income but I wasn't really doing what I loved Mm -hmm. because it was easier to just be doing nothing so that I was just at his beck and call when he needed me and when I came out of that relationship the first thing I did was I went on a holiday I put myself out there I had really really bad anxiety and I didn't like partying didn't like drinking like I just couldn't I couldn't do all of that and so I was like you know what like I need to like heal these parts of me because I'm I feel trapped in my own body Mm -hmm. and so I, I fully fully threw myself in the deep end and I was like hang on a second like I'm out and I'm drinking I was in Noosa I was clubbing in Noosa first of First of all, what? Like, who is she? She didn't club, she didn't drink, and now she's in Noosa, and she's drinking. Mm. And I didn't get any anxiety. And I was like, this is weird. Like, mm-hmm. this isn't normal. Um, I saw a guy, I was with a guy for the first time coming out of it. I didn't have any anxiety with him. Like, I had a little bit, it was still there, but I was like, that wow. Was nerves, yeah. Um, it was nerves because I was, like, in a completely different state and, like, it was the first time after coming out of a relationship and it was it was a lot all at once. But I fully healed so much mm. because I was, like, I fully reflected and was, like, you need to heal this and that and, it, like, you've got a lot of mental shit going on and you can't be who you want to be and live the life you want to live if you constantly feel sorry for yourself. Exactly. So I worked on those parts of me um, and while working on myself and putting myself first, I just attracted my crowd, like, mm-hmm. fully. Like, I-, I put myself out there. I-, I didn't like meeting new people. I didn't like meeting people through social media because I'm, like, big on TikTok and Instagram that I was, like, I'm going to attract people that just want to be friends with me for the social media. So I never was, like okay, like, mm-hmm. let's meet up, and then there was, like, um, like, Ali, she actually, like, bought my formal dress off of me through my Instagram, mm. and then we sort of just, like, just started connecting, and then mm. I, like, met you, you did mm. my, um, you had a small business, and I mm. came and supported you, and we clicked, mm. and it was just, like, every friend that I have now, like, really good friends, I am, um, she, I was friends with her during my relationship, but we met during one of the most vulnerable times of my 
life, which was during COVID, and I didn't have any friends. I was mm-hmm. very alone. Um, COVID destroyed a lot of my relationships, and she came in when I was the most vulnerable and trying to like heal myself. And it it was just every amazing person came in as soon as I chose myself, mm-hmm. and as soon as I was healing parts of myself that I didn't like. Yeah, I agree with that. No, I think it's a good point to make when you do choose yourself, you start to attract your crowd. Oh, 100%. When you are in your pure energy of you, like truly mm-hmm. you, you don't change for anyone, and it comes down to relationships as well. Like if you are never going to attract the right person when you're sitting on dating apps for validation... I've had a okay. dating app twice. <laughs> Don't come at me. <laughs> no, you are though. Are you really truly ready for a relationship? Absolutely not. No. So, so having fun. So you are sitting in the energy of, mm-hmm. of, a, and you're gonna attract people that are, are the exact same. You're exactly. gonna attract men that are just gonna want to use you, because you Loki want to use them too. So I said that to mum. I was like yesterday at the gym. Some guy made a comment about me behind me, and he didn't realize I could hear me. And I said to mum, I was like, men are filth. And I said, but you know what? I'd probably say that same comment. <laughs> and that's where it comes down to looking at yourself and mm-hmm. and understanding why people do what they do. And, and, like, you have to be like, okay, well, I would do that because of da-da-da. Anyway, beside the point, um, what were we talking about again? Self-awareness and, I mean, finding yourself. And no, I was... but being on, being on dating apps. Oh, yes. Being on, yeah. So... I was on a dating app twice and I they only last on my phone for two or three days because the energy that is attached to a dating app, I do not like it. I, yeah. I, I genuinely, it feels so desperate. Yeah. And like, maybe that's just me, but I, I don't think that I need to seek validation through a dating app. And I Are don't you think you're going to meet someone with the same... I agree. Because, like, I'm a very, I'm a relationship girly. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm I'm a lover girl. I love to love. I, lo- I want to create a future. I want to create an empire with The someone. person you're d- going to date next is someone you're dating to marry. I will never not, like, I will never date someone mm-hmm. and be like, but I don't see us together. And there is no way you mm-hmm. would ever catch me doing that. I want to find that person that I'm going to, you know, start a business with, you know, travel the world. Like, there is so much that Mm -hmm. I want to do that I want to do. I will do it by myself happily, but if I meet the right person... Who adds and doesn't take. Exactly, that will support you and build you. And that's one thing Mm. my ex never did. He he didn't support my social media. He didn't really care for it, which I don't blame him, but I cared for him. so much like I did so much for him I made content for him I um you did I I think some of that stuff I I was like all right like you should start a business he was really good at fabrication and I'm like I will help you I will start your business with you I won't have any involvement but I'll do all of the social media all the branding and he was just like so like unmotivated by it he's like yeah that sounds cool but like he never did anything whereas like I want someone that's gonna go fuck yeah let's do that and then Mm -hmm. they do it exactly I agree it was the same with my my ex I model and I felt like I was stuff I was posting on my social media of my modeling stuff was I was constantly being criticised. He'd never tell me if anything looked good. He'd, he'd never give me a compliment. And I'm, yeah, I, I, would has, I would always have to fire for compliments as well. It's such a... I know it's such a superficial thing. When you're in that industry where validation is sought, you, you want to get it from the people closest to you. You know what I mean? And 
as soon as I had left that relationship, I literally a month later to the dates, to the dates. Oh, I, that's weird. I have noticed that mm-hmm. happening, like things to the date, like two years later. It's just happening. It's exactly. so weird. To the date, I was on a flight to Melbourne and I ended up getting picked up by um, a Melbourne agency and now I'm signed across two states for modelling. And it would never have happened if I didn't jump, take the leap and, and start to choose me. And I think it was the same with meeting the people that I now am meeting. And, I can, and I'm starting to feel that because I am choosing myself, those people that are holding me back are starting to leave my life as well. 100%. The universe is always going to do what it thinks is best for you. But for you to allow that to happen, you need to be open to opportunities, situations, people. You need to be able to mm-hmm. leave people. You and have let to keep people the door open. Walk out of your life, and you don't need to chase every Mm-mm. single person. If they're gonna leave, they're gonna leave. Exactly. Keep the door open to allow people to come into your life, make their mark. They're either gonna be here for a lesson, or a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And if they want to walk out, let them walk out. That's got nothing to do with you. And and chasing after something that isn't made for you isn't worth it. Like you can fight and you can be resilient and you can stand up for yourself, but do not let your worth crumble because your your expectations of someone else are too high. Yeah, I think that's one thing that I do. I have such high standards for myself that I, I put that on guys. 100%. And when they don't reach that, I get disappointed. Yeah. And I don't think that that's a bad thing to do, but at least I'm aware of it. Exactly. I'm the same. I do that with friendships, family, yeah, relationships. It's It's such a thing I'm trying to understand is that I have such high expectations and standards because that's where I put myself mm-hmm. and that's how I want to be treated yeah. and it sucks that people don't have those same expectations and standards but it just means I'm looking in the wrong spot yeah so I feel like we'll probably end this here because we could mm-hmm. talk forever and we're gonna have 100%. so many more segments podcasts like we want to know what you want to hear from us Definitely. and we want to We want to give our peace, and I just want to say again that you may not agree with us, and that is okay. But we want to hear it. We want to talk about it as well. Yeah. We love to... That's why it's not confidential. Exactly. We're two girls who love to discuss and talk and be open-minded and change our own opinions and learn. We're not closed off when we're such open-minded people, and I think we'd love to hear whether you disagree, agree have a different outlook on it so yeah but this is very new for us it's quite exciting <laughs> we we're gonna be more serious at the moment we're using my mics that i use in the gym um, and we're, we're in, the car. in the car because this is where we usually have our chats anyway so we figured, like let's just be real <laughs> when we're first starting we'll do it how we are and you can see us in our personalities this I is think. just us exactly. we're just real and raw mm-hmm. um but we'll probably end up getting a studio and we'll, we'll see how you guys like this if you don't like the podcast mm-hmm. then maybe we'll stop but mm-hmm. you know we've been contemplating i'm like i'm gonna get my hair done i'm gonna do this let's organize and you know what i'm just like fuck it let's just film it yeah exactly just take the, we have too much to say and we keep telling each other to shut up because we didn't save it yeah but yeah i think it'll be good fun and we love to chat yeah so don't leave yet the outcome of this is you need to always put yourself first. You can never love anyone else until you truly mm-hmm. love yourself. Healing never is ending. It's yeah, always, always happening, happening in its own way. Don't lead people on. Mm-hmm. Communicate. 
it is so 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 important if you don't know what you want that is okay you don't need to have an answer you just need to express that and keep the door open for people to come into your life and leave and don't hold expectations don't shut your heart off be open and i've found myself everyone saying to me lately i've just been really hurt and it's like don't don't shut your heart off because when you do you shut it off to everything else yeah and you need to shut it off to not just people but opportunities Mm -hmm. like jobs and more lessons and all of that 100 percent. but yeah anyways thank you so much for listening we're so excited to get this going um but we will see you see you we'll speak to you (laughs) in our next podcast and a reminder it is not confidential so chuck us a message on our socials nothing's off limits and we'll reply i'm a good replier i'm not don't message me I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she is actually a very good replier. Um, and I hope that it's not only just women here, I hope that there's men here that mm-hmm. feel like maybe this resonated. And we exactly. will definitely um, try and get some male stuff that we can help with as well. Exactly. Not just female. Exactly. And we want to hear if um, men out there have different opinions to our outlook on it. Yeah. We want, we or want to hear. If we're talking about a situation and you can give us a male's perspective so open to that and again not judgmental don't be scared about Mm -hmm. anything we just have very big opinions we're very opinionated but we're also so so open Mm -hmm. which is what i love about us but oh that's someone's car (laughs) (laughs) anyways we're checking (laughs) out now i'm gonna keep talking thanks bye bye